0: Trump's vote dump, the next vaccine, and scallywag bunkers. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Monday the 4th of January. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we discuss a particularly controversial phone call. This is the call between US President Donald Trump and Georgia's Secretary of State. In the call, the President appears to be convincing the Secretary that Georgia's election results might be off, and that he, in fact, may have won the election the President begins by ensuring the Secretary of State understands that there's nothing wrong with saying you've recalculated, before urging him to find 11,780 votes. This number is significant too because it will put the President one vote ahead of President elect Biden in Georgia. It's important to note here though that even if the state of Georgia did find these votes and put Trump ahead, Georgia alone is not enough to overturn the election result in the Electoral College. President-elect Biden won 306 electoral college votes. President Trump won only 232. If Georgia's votes went to Trump, then Biden would go down to 290 and Trump up to 248. The result therefore would still be the same. Perhaps the president's strategy is to persuade a couple more states to find him the votes he needs to win. Together, these states may be enough to put him over the 270 electoral college votes required for him to remain in the White House for another four years. However, as the President's failed to produce any hard evidence of electoral fraud, he's found it particularly difficult to even convince people in his own party that he truly was robbed of the election. This was well demonstrated by the fact that in the aforementioned call, the Secretary of State quite bluntly told the President, the challenge is, the data you have is wrong. Before we continue, if you set yourself a New Year's resolution to read more or spend less time on the internet, then you might be interested in the TLDR book club. Each month, eligible patrons can take part in the club and join the live discussion at the end of the month to talk about the book with myself and other TLDR team members. This month's book is For the Record by former UK Prime Minister David Cameron. You can find a link to the Patreon in the description and sign up now if you want to get involved. In the second story of the Daily Briefing today, we move to the UK to discuss the rollout of coronavirus vaccines. In early December, the UK's Medicines and Healthcare Products Advisory Agency approved the Pfizer vaccine for use in the UK. This was then able to be administered in hospitals across the UK to those who are most vulnerable. In January, the MRHA approved the use of the Oxford vaccine, making it the second vaccine to be approved for use in the UK. And today, this vaccine started to be rolled out across Britain. The advantage of the Oxford vaccine over the Pfizer one is it's less demanding storage requirements and the fact that it's less expensive. These advantages mean that it can be rolled out in much larger numbers, with some speculating that 2 million doses could be administered this week in the UK alone. Today, this mass vaccination program with the Oxford vaccine has begun. It started with 82-year-old Oxford resident, Mr. Pinker, receiving the vaccine who said, I'm pleased to be getting the COVID vaccine today, and I'm really proud that it's the one that was invented in Oxford. And over the course of today, many, many more people have been vaccinated. Let's hope that this rate of vaccination only increases over the next few weeks, so that we can save as many lives as possible and end the pandemic as soon as possible. In the final story of the briefing today, we discuss some historical UK news. So historical, in fact, that it relates to World War II. This is the news that the public are being urged by historians to help discover where scallywag bunkers are. Back in 1940, Britain was preparing itself for Nazi invasion. If such an invasion happened and Britain found itself living under a puppet Nazi government, a plan conceived by then-Prime Minister Winston Churchill would be put into action. This plan was to activate the Scallywags, a group of saboteurs stationed throughout the country who would live in specially constructed bunkers whose job it would be to create a nuisance to the puppet regime. They would blow up bridges of strategic importance, assassinate Nazi officials and demolish important buildings. This would in effect be a last-ditch effort to defend British democracy. Because of the nature of their work, their life expectancy was only 12 days, and the bunkers were constructed as such. The reason this story has come back to the fore now is because the operation was so secretive. Members of the Scallywags were not soldiers and thus had no official records, so historians are now appealing to the public to find Scallywag bunkers so that they can be recorded, before they're lost to history entirely. It's been suggested that there could be up to 600 bunkers across the UK, So if you know of a bunker near you that you've always wondered about, it could be worth getting in touch with the historians. Anyway, for those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR Daily.